Oh, my eye. My trousers fell down again. really hurt. Good God. Jamie! 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 I am on the edge of my seat. I just love meeting up with random people and having a good duck. Stop that. A whole room dedicated to Nigel Farage. Oh, wow. I'm such a big fan of his. Bam! Out of nowhere! A meal to break our fast. Hang on. Did you say two for one? Uh, no, no, I gotcha. I completely understand. I'm trying to see the bad points, but I, I just can't think of any. I do want water. Ah! This is starting to get really embarrassing, to be honest. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Who writes this crap? Welcome to Let's Die, the History Story Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. My name is Brad Mountman from West Virginia, keeping away 100, getting through all the intro stuff. Rule number 34, toilet paper is your god now. For a time, I considered sparing Nick, Zoe, Chris, guys, everybody, one and all. Say hi. Ahoy. I'm still thinking about the whole toilet paper thing. <laughs> it's, hey, nobody takes into account toilet paper in an apocalyptic scenario and let me just tell you, if there's no toilet paper, your life would be at least 20% worse off. Yeah, never mind the uh, roaming zombies wanting to eat my face. Well, right, but say you're surviving. Like, do you want to wipe your ass with a pine cone, or do you want to wipe your ass with some sweet, sweet butt paper? Like, that... that... <laughs> Well, you got me there. People are going to go after the food and the water first, and they're going to pass over the toilet paper, and joke's on them. When that food come and water comes out, they're going to wish they had it. Completely unrelated to butt paper, but uh, when uh, the Unicron thing came on, and he went, Whoa! I was thinking of fucking King of the Hill, and I was just imagining 
listen to the hill and Unicron being in the same show. And I was trying not to laugh like during the intro. So I was just like, Wah! No, Hank, Hank Hill could be Unicron. Like, he'd just be like, You want the hell? Get I'm gonna go there and give that boy a piece of my mind. I don't know you. That's my purse. Kicks Unicron in the balls. <laughs> it's a Michael Bay Unicron. He probably has. He probably has gigantic balls. I think, I think Michael Bay was kicking around the idea of using Unicron at one point. Uh, like, oh God, no. Well, in case the audience didn't know, this is a podcast based on apocalyptic scenarios that don't exist, and uh, we're talking about Unicron today. If you don't know what Unicron is, then I don't know you. It's, uh... So Unicron is a, uh... dimensional singularity. He can only exist in one universe at a time, and when they kill him, he appears in another one, and... Anybody that knows Transformers know there's multiple uh, multiverses, and he's trying to destroy them all, baby. Always trying to get the Primus. He just is like Michael Bay, right? Just like him, uh, except he's not money based. Um, and his explosions aren't nearly as fantastical. Right. And so in the beginning there was nothing, and then there were. Uh, correct me, because my memory's fuzzy and I don't have it pulled up, but. Uh, Primus and Unicron and a bunch of other guys existed as basically cosmic gods, each representing a different force of the universe. Uh, Unicron sought to saw saw life itself as um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uncontrollable and chaos, and he thought to he wanted to bring it all into one. So if he consumed all of it, then he would be the one and everything would be at peace. And so he hunted down all of his brethren and consumed them all. Primus is the last one and at some point during their epic battle, Primus escaped, became the planet Cybertron, created the Transformers while he went dormant to recover and Unicron has been after his sweet, sweet blood juices ever since. Is this Transformers or a Greek tragedy? It is. Look, people don't know it, but Transformers has a lot of religious allegory in it, like a lot. Mm-hmm. Till all are one. <laughs> till all are one, and and for Unicron, that's to eat everything until all is him. If he's the only one, then all is one. Yeah, I'm actually, hey, Brad, uh, do, you, do you remember that one guy who was asking Peter Cullen all of the very uncomfortable questions about the Prime Jesus relationship? No, I didn't see that at all. I do not remember. You don't remember that? No, you're no, gonna have to elaborate. I don't remember that at all. Was it the guy that kept asking really weird questions and everyone just was like, "Oh my god, dude, shut up"? Yes, that guy. Okay, I remember now. There's always one of those guys. Oh god, it was so uncomfortable. I felt so bad for Colin. Yeah, uh, me and Zoe went to. Uh, 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 BotCon, which is the official Transformers convention in Texas. Well, I don't remember when that was, but someone can do some internet digging and some sleuthing. And uh, yeah, we, it was actually a very fun time. And during the uh, Peter Cullen panel, 
Yeah, there was a guy that kept asking some really weird questions, and everyone in the room was very uncomfortable, and it's funny. Funny story! During the David K. and uh, Gary Chalk um, panel, the voices of Beast Wars Megatron and Optimus Primal, I asked if, I can't remember his name right now, but the voice of Tarantulas, I asked if he was really creepy in real life, as he is in the show, got a laugh from the room, and then... Uh, David K. and Gary Chalk were just like, oh, no, he's such a wonderful person. Uh, it's a shame he fell so ill <laughs> or some shit like that. And the room went immediately dead. Like, he's, I don't remember if he was fighting cancer or something. I was like, oh, shit. How was I supposed to know? Like, how the fuck was I supposed to know that? It's not like he has an extensive wiki page that you can find this shit. So, Voice of Tarantulas, if you're out there, we love you dearly. That's great. Anyway, we're talking about Unicron. What an apocalypse to behold. He's a giant planet guy and sifting through space, capable of immense powers, transforming people into other people and doing his business. Where do we stand on the uh, who is shrapnel debate? Is he a sweep or what? Is he Scourge? I think I think it depends on who's doing the animation that week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the '80s weren't really too uh, detail oriented, were they? Dude, the pilot episode was bad enough. Like when when Optimus Prime was yelling attack with Megatron's voice over it. Mm-hmm. Or every time that that uh, they'd show like one panel and then uh, the sizes would be off. You know, it, it's funny. <laughs> So let's go over a few things from the movie uh, and let's figure out how we would handle it. So we're going to jump ahead. Obviously, we don't need to go through all the the beginning exposition. There's fighting, blah, blah, blah. Unicron is coming. He's eating jazz. Oh, shit. There's the S-bomb right there in the beginning. Let's jump I ahead. What I, wouldn't do, I, what I would not do is uh, give the, uh, the Matrix of Leadership to Hot Rod. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, let's start there. Optimus Prime is dying. For the record, we're talking about the original 1986 movie, I think it was. And uh, the good one. The best one. That one in Bumblebee. I don't know Okay, Nick's on to something here. Um, there was a, mem- a part of my memory that has been extricated, and I don't remember what was there, but I do remember the original Transformers movie, 1986, and Bumblebee. I do remember those two. Chris. Yes. Have you seen the Bumblebee movie? Not yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you? I knew it. People that don't know, Chris is the worst at seeing movies. It's like, we all love the same thing, and he's passionate about the same things we are, but he likes to wait a good year before he watches it so we can talk about it. Yep. I'm surprised he's seen the original 1986 movie by this point. (laughs) I actually saw that in theaters. You saw that in theaters? Yeah, I was just a little kid. How old are you? Old. <laughs> no, I know why you don't see movies in theaters anymore. That movie scarred you. you it did. Movies, you don't it want to did. See 
Seeing Optimus Prime and all your favorite Transformers die as a kid is the worst. I learned about death. I was like, I was like, joke about a certain movie, but like now I'm afraid to. I like, I like Prowl a lot, even though he has basically no character in the show. I just thought he was a cool police car, and to see foam just pour from his dead mouth, it like. Yeah, it was harsh. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, Prowl was usually a dick, but even he didn't deserve that. <laughs> None of them really like they went. Hasbro went hard on killing off characters. Like it's a fun Saturday cartoon show, and then the movie comes, and it is a gritty, just Game of Thronesy, and just kill everybody. Ironhide's death was probably one of the worst for me. I just. At least it was off camera. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no fanfare. What's yeah, yeah, no fanfare, whatever. You just see Marcy grabbing his fucking body. Like, damn. I think... So I'm gonna, I, I, I think part of it is, like, you see, like, in, during the show, the Saturday morning cartoon show, like, them shooting pew-pew lasers at each other, and nobody ever really gets hurt, and then Prowl gets hit, like, twice, and suddenly his chest is being pierced and exploding. It's it's <laughs> yeah. a stark contrast. For real. They upgraded their firepower. Yeah, Apparently. You think they knew? They took like, them, like, they two just years, but... out their guns to shoot each other. It's like, oh my god, we're killing each other. We need to capitalize on this right now. They rolled initiative. Uh, so anyway, Optimus Prime is dead. He goes to hand the Matrix off to Ultra Magnus. And of course... Mid-handoff, he drops it. Ultra Magnus is a tool and able to get it. Hot Rod, being the hot rod that he is, scoops in and grabs the Matrix, and his fate is sealed. And uh, everybody weeps a silent, silent weepingness for that. So, popular opinion, but he was actually good in the movie. Okay, Hot Rod... Okay, Hot Rod isn't as bad as everyone gives him shit for... It's his later appearances in the cartoon show that you're like, well, shut the fuck up, yeah, Hot Rod. Yes. In the movie, he was actually a really good leader. And in the movie, he what realized his potential. And he lit our yeah. darkest hour. Apparently, he used up all the Matrix, and then it, it just it was gone. Like, you know. It just yeah. his brain he, he, was, he was aha and take on me, and he used it all up in window. Although, yeah. t- although in defense of his characterization later in the show, uh, if you were like just a kid and thrust into such a huge, it's like if you were twenty-one and all of a sudden the next year you've become president of the United States. That's a lot of responsibility to put on a kid. You might be a little emo too. So defending Hot Rod a little bit. I think I think this is one of those things where it's like a really good opportunity for drama, kind of like sort of brought low by the fact that this is a Saturday morning cartoon show, and they weren't interested in some kind of like really like character arcs or continuity very much. Well, and that and that the hot you know the hot rod toy probably didn't sell as well as Optimus Prime ever did, so they really needed to figure out a way to get Optimus Prime back in there. Exactly. I like how Jazz was supposed to die, and then they never showed him dying, and then he never really appeared in the show again, but they kept selling the toy. So, yeah, Unicron is the chaos bringer. Uh, Oh, wait, sorry, in the movie. All right, we're going to fast forward. We've been uh, captured. 
We're in the le in the jail cell of the quintessence about to I'm getting there. And then we're about to face trial. You got four faced tentacle man robot guy and uh that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. And uh what what are we going to do? He's about to, you know, how does the jury find the defendant? Uh, so let's start with you. What do you what how do you defend yourself against the quintessence? Uh them off because nothing else is gonna work. Okay, Chris, how about you? Open the door so that the Dinobots can come in and wreck them all. <laughs> okay. How do you open the door when you're when you're got a fucking eardrum bothering you? Well, details. I, obviously, I'd have to work that out. He'll figure it out. Nick, what you got? Um, jeez, I don't know. Like, I'm not. This is not something I've ever thought about in a while. I guess I'd end up probably just doing the same thing. That they did in the movie, like that seemed to work all right. Like, you know, the whole just oh, you're gonna drop me in the water? Well, I'll just jump in before you're ready, unless I remember getting correct. I would just I yell, know. "Spare me this mockery of justice!" and then fall to my death. Yeah, yeah I could Universal greeting, see if that works. Probably not. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. They're like, you know, oh, we've grown up, we've been anyone like, oh, well, darn, we're really sorry. Oh, you should come now. We can't rule you uh, guilty. <laughs> guilty. Innocent. Innocent. So, the contestant guy, four-faced, tentacle McFuckface, uh, has declared us innocent and dropped us to our deaths. Sharktacons in the water, assuming no Dinobots come to save us, Chris. How's the best, what's the best way we got to fight off some Sharktacons, boyos? And girlos? Yes, really, as a decoy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then run, make your escape. You, what, really? Aw. <laughs> there is a very important question of, like, I can't remember, did they still have their weapons during that sequence? No. Did they? I don't know. I know they transformed, and they tra and they drove in a circle. No, I thought they transformed and started driving in a circle in the water to create a vortex. They did. That was the thing that happened. And they ended up stealing the tails off the shark because they using them as bases. Yeah, but Hot Rod shot one of them to, to, to get the tail off. Mm. That's how he got his. Or did did they, he use his handsaw blade? Did they have the Energon bonds while they were in jail? Yeah. <laughs> I really should have. You see, I thought I was going to be funny. I was going to be a smart aleck. And I was going to be like, I'll be the one guy who doesn't watch it going into the show. <laughs> they could all call me an idiot. Nobody, none of us watched this. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, when's the last? All right, let's. When's the last time we watched this movie? It, let's, let, you know, let's go around the room here. Anybody want to pipe up? Uh, a year ago. Mm -hmm. So way more than a year ago. Probably two thousand nine or ten. Yeah, it's been a couple years for me too. So we're all going off of memory, which makes for a more fun podcast, anyway. So. <laughs> right. So, all right, we've uh, we've successfully fought off Sharktacons, which are, for the listener who isn't obsessed with Transformers as we are, Sharktacons are these big, fat, uh, sharky boys with arms and legs and, like, mace tails, They're, and they like Energon, but when you run out of Energon, they get mad at you and try to eat you. Anyway, so we've landed on a junk planet, and we've encountered the Junkions. 
the uh the, the this newly uh uh somebody step in help me my brain doesn't work anymore <laughs> where, where, where are you reading the question this newly minted relationship is on the rocks nick how are you gonna navigate this political razor's edge uh, i'll probably do it by making lots of references to TV shows because they seem to speak in that way. Well, since you said that, I'm going to need an example from 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 everybody. Uh, relevant to today or relevant to 1986? Whenever. I don't remember 1986 that well. I was one years old. <laughs> I was two. <laughs> you see, you put, put me on the spot here. It's, it's, it has. To, it can only come naturally, like. Like uh. Sham wow, take your old stuff, make it into new stuff, rub it real good and rub it rub it off real well. Sham wow, wow. I love my neck. Stop my neck. Oxy clean stain protector for all your laundry needs. But wait, there's more. Slap chop. You take the thing and you put it in the slap chop, slap chop. Look, look, you're, you're, you're really squeezing my Charmin here right now. Oh, boy. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Okay, I heard everybody but Chris. Chris, give us one. Wow, you pretty much, you guys, like, said all the good ones. G.I. Joe. Oh, man, Hasbro missed an opportunity to promote their other shows within the movie, didn't they? Yeah, right. They did. They could have just... It's funny, because back then, they never would have thought of that, but these days, I mean... The... You're all over that shit, you know, most of these other movies and companies and stuff. I'm ass backwards here. Uh, for the listener, Junkions are a race of robotic Transformer-esque people that have been getting uh, transmissions from Earth, and they talk in TV speak, so they know tons of TV references. I really should explain this shit before we go in-depth about it. Yeah, probably. Think hobos in space, but less, like, homelessness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're, they dare... They're Mad Max people in space, basically. That's, that's very accurate. I also find it interesting that... Not the insane ones. No, I mean, not the super oh, yeah. insane, violent ones. The, I also thought like, it was... Like um, it was right interesting... Because the Junkions were created to advance the story, like, to put stuff into the story of the movie, and you know they had to have been because Hasbro didn't have toys made for them right off the bat, and, and that whole movie was made to sell new toys. That's why they killed off so many people. But, like, how long did it take them to make a toy of fucking RC? Third party made it first, but Hasbro's official. Well, shit, man. I think the first one was. Wasn't it animated? Yeah, what's the first official one? Yeah, it was like 2012 or 13 or something. She maybe had like some little minifigure because they had some little big head dudes at one point they put out. Oh, I thought we were oh. talking about Rekka. Are you talking about RC? Yeah, what are yeah. we talking about now? Let's Robot Heroes. RC. Robot Heroes is what you're thinking of, Nick. Yes. That's not, I wouldn't count, I'd count that one though. Uh, I, I only count it if it transforms, but I'm, I'm a snob like that. Rekgar was from I the, I think, Universe 2.0, or it's definitely either Universe 2.0 or later, he was one of the deluxe class figures. Was Retgar. Yeah. An RC, like an official G1 RC stylized figure, didn't come till after that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we didn't get 
classics RC until just a couple of years ago, yeah. or whatever generation. Yeah. So gender equality came a lot later, as far as Hasbro is concerned. Uh, by the way, now they have like Wingblade and fucking Chromia toys. Yeah. By the way, RC is the pink female girl Transformer. <laughs> we should have probably <laughs> probably mentioned that shit. Uh, the only one that most people know. <laughs> Uh, we're uni- I think this is like the most egregious, you know, instance of a transformer not being able to transform. I'm unicroning a little late on these explanations. <laughs> oh boy. You're failing your job, I like that pun I just did, though. Hey, uh, listen, this is a good place to take a break, and we'll come back and we're going to get through the rest of it, okay, guys? All right. Believe it or not, we're like 20 plus minutes in on this madness and chaos. Yeah, very good. All right, here we go. We're taking a break. Great time.
Well, you know, like when a fit song is playing or like a bumper, you know, typically that plays and fades out into thing. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. We're back. I got a drink. It is from the Miami Beer Company, Mega Mix Pale Ale. That's what I'm doing. Thank you, Taylor. Love you. Uh, when we last left off, we have forged an alliance with the Junkions, and Zoe, you were saying there's an interesting story related to Weird Al or something? Yeah, basically, uh, Devo had been wanting Weird Al to do a song, and he came up with Dare to be Stupid, and they were kind of missed that it was Dare to be Stupid, because they thought he was, like, picking on them or something. But, like, that's the perfect Devo-style song, at least for that time period. Like, that's just... You know, that sounds like fucking something Devo would have done. I'm very with it. I'm not... Yeah. Oh. All right. When you put it in this context, I kind of get it. We forgot to mention Bawa Grana Weep Ninibong. I don't know how we did forgot to do that, but... I mean, I did kind of mention the universal greeting, but I didn't actually say the word, so yeah. Do we all know it by heart? I mean, I know I it, but... All right, let's say it all... Let's all say it at the exact same time. Ready? Three, two, one. Bawi granawi mini bong. Oh, that's a universal greeting. All right, what are we doing? Uh, what came after um, the Junkions? Everyone got into the Quintesson spaceship and the Junkion spaceship and they flew to stop. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, no, they didn't fly. Did they fly in the Unicron's eye? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, they did. I thought, I thought they burst through his eye at the end. They flew back out through the other one. Yeah. Okay, well, first... If you listen to the opening intro, you know Unicron has had enough of Galvatron's bullshit, and he's about to devour the planet Cybertron. And he's transformed. He's a planet-sized dude. And, uh, yeah, he's going to do that. We, as the heroes, are going to crash through his eyeball in a corkscrew ship, and we've got to navigate his bowels to save people from his... Uh, Iron smelting guts, avoid all his tentacles, sharpy, pointy, stabby things, and save the day. Duh, who are we going to start with this time? Chris? Yes. Chris, if you're in Unicron's body, all right, you're in his body, where's the first, where, what direction are you going? Like, wh ignore the movie. What would Chris do? Like, all right, we need to beat Unicron. We need to go towards this section of his body. What? What are you, you going to go? Go to the brain. Go to the brain. Yeah, he's a penis. Okay, <laughs> Zoe wants to go to the penis. Chris wants to go to the brain. One could argue that those two things are the same thing. Yes, that's my point. Nick, wh where are you going? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I agreed with the brain thing. I agree with the brain. Which one? <laughs> Which one? Whichever one I, I know from my years of being a robot is more effective. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the uh, just to just to be a contrarian. I'll say the heart, the spark, the spark of Unicron 
Wait, does Unicron, Unicron doesn't have a spark, does, does he? Unicron have a heart? That's a so good point. Yeah, so it's hard to tell. Well, you think uh, Primus gave all the Transformers life, uh, you know, a la a spark, so Unicron is sort of a Transformer. I guess he's not technically a Transformer, is he? No, so he might not necessarily yeah, have one. Wait, does, does Primus have one? He might not because have a spark. Uh, oh, you know what? He has to because Prime. All Transformer sparks are a small essence of Primus. Ergo, Primus is essentially a spark, like one massive spark. It's very kind of Buddhism, like. You're part of a whole, and part of the, the whole goes and does experiences when it's alive, and when it dies, it comes back and delivers its experiences into that, which is a very Buddhist kind of thing. So, everyone is technically, you know, they good or bad, goes back to the well of all sparks, which is essentially Primus, and they enrich Primus with their experiences. So, if Primus and Unicron are two sides of the same coin then it stands to reason that Unicron also ha is basically a giant massive spark at his core. So why didn't he just create Transformers or an opposing army? Well, wouldn't Unicron be like anti-life then if that's the case? Because if he's two sides of the same coin... That's right. He'd be the other side. You're right. He doesn't want to do that because that's chaos. And even though he's the chaos bringer, he yeah. doesn't like chaos. He likes all as one things. Yeah, it's weird. But didn't he used to have, in the, especially in the comics, the Reapers, the guys that would, like, basically herald his coming? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. I read the comics uh, for that section. I read some of the comics, but I don't... I'm sure I probably wiki, wikied that part. Side note. Which one of us has the touch? <laughs> Of course, it's you've got the touch. You've got the power. But if you've got the touch, then I don't have the touch. But if you say you've got the touch, then I have the touch. So who's got the touch? Everyone and no one. It's quantum. <laughs> nobody, nobody in this damn show knows what we're talking about. Stan Bush, the touch, circa 1986. YouTube it. I keep forgetting to explain stuff. Uh, that song just recently made it into rock band, by the way. Nice. They're still right. updating rock, rock Band? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Nobody always plays Rock Band. Alright, I got one more thing for you. So, obviously right. Rodimus in the belly of Unicron is coming to terms with the fact that it's up to him to save everyone from the Chaos Bringer Unicron, and he's got to get the Matrix open, which was previously stolen by Galvatron. He's got it back. He's gonna say... Rodimus's famous line is "Light our darkest hour," or whatever. And but my question to you three is: What is your tagline, your history book quote that's gonna like long after you're dead? It'll be on your monument when you save the universe and open that matrix. What are you gonna say, Nick? Go ahead. Oh my gosh. Yeah, buddy, I'm putting you on the spot again. Yeah, you you you, you need some. You want me to come back to you? Please do. I'm okay, Chris? Mine would probably be, he couldn't shoot for shit. <laughs> <laughs> Chris defiantly holds the Matrix up and starts to pull it apart. And he says, 
he couldn't shoot for shit and saves the universe. Yeah. All right. That's an inside joke that you guys obviously get. I, you know what? I'm into it. I like it. Zoe, you got anything? Wondering if I can find my car keys with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Oh, it's, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's on, is that what you want to say? You're going to open the matrix and say, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> no, what do I, I would probably... Like, you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would probably, you know, stand on my two feet firmly and, and heroically gaze upon the matrix as I begin to open it and light cascades throughout the, the Unicron's butt cavity wherever i'm at and i would say that's what she said and then i open it and save the day and then unicron goes no you turned that joke like a million times yeah anyway <laughs> nick you're out of time buddy okay all right oh okay like this is terrible and it goes against my personal uh ethics I hold it off, up, and I say, gotcha, bitch! Why is that that? That's not that bad. Yeah, but I try not to. I try not to. I, I no. say it for special occasions. This is a special occasion, though, because we just say the freaking universe, bro. I you think... It was like, you hold it up, and then you go, this is bad comedy, and then release the power. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Uh, I want to quote some really awesome heavy metal song. Nick, Nick, I will say that it is perfectly acceptable to call a bad guy on Unicron's level a fucking bitch. Like, there's nothing offensive about that. He's a bitch. Gotcha, bitch. Zap your dumb ass. Now, if you called him a pussy, one could argue that um, pussies are a good thing, and that's not really an insult, so... But bitch is totally acceptable. Like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> if they deserve it, I mean, you wouldn't call, like, just a random person. that That's really rude and offensive. But, I mean, if Hitler was in the room with you and you called him a bitch, I don't think anybody would question you about it or grow PC police on you. I, I, I don't know. Let's, let's like, say being called a bitch, like, a bitch is not really that big of a deal anymore. I think a lot of women... Period is a badge of honor. Like I know I'm not that upset about it if I get called a bitch. I think it depends on your um your tone. Like like you're a badass bitch, and you're like, yeah, I am. But if someone's like, you fucking context. bitch, well, that's a different different thing. Yeah. Context is important. Can I take but Nick's? Really, and I, it doesn't matter the tone for me. If I get called a bitch, it's just like if, if it's used as an insult, I think it's funny. I, I just personally. I'm gonna take so. Nick's and I'm gonna change it to gotta catch them all. <laughs> Instead of gotcha, yeah. bitch. Doesn't make any sense. And then you can sue Pokemon later for, for copyright Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If I threw a Master Ball at Unicron, do you think it would catch him? Oh, my God. Oh my God. Did I just make your uh, brains explode? You just created some kind of paradox. It's kind of <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to say no, only because, like, I know that, like, Pokeballs exist within, like, the inside of them or, like, the form of substance. I just... I would just think that, like... That you probably just, space. you know, derailed the space-time continuum. <laughs> no, no, no. Master Balls have a 100% catch rate. What? That's not that's not what I was questioning. I was questioning whether or not it has enough capacity, like, to... Actually hold. ...fit the entirety of Unicron. Okay, well, yeah. 
let, let's see. All right, all right. Hold on. Hold the phone. I'm going to Google right here and now the biggest Pokemon right now. Yeah, I mean, I know there's some giant ones. I, I, I am aware of the fact. I'm I'm it's it's the answer is Giratina. So let's see how big Giratina is. I'm gonna tell you right motherfucking now. It is fifteen uh fourteen foot nine inches, uh one thousand six hundred and fifty three and a half pounds. So the short answer is not even fucking close. So not even close to a unicron-sized planet. But the 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 thing about the master about the pokeballs in general is that they are essentially like pocket dimensions, which is a thing that exists in Transformer Land. So, yeah. so, so that's why I was like, I, I'm sure there's a subspace. Right. That's basically the same concept. So essentially, size does the size of the object going in doesn't really matter. So the pokeballs are not size queens. No, it, the size does not matter. The question is, is the question is, is does a Pokeball work on something that's not a Pokemon, and what constitutes a Pokemon? Because there are animals in the Pokemon universe. There are cats and dogs and fish and birds that aren't Pokemon within the Pokemon universe, which I know sounds fucking insane, but they're there. And would a Pokeball work on your household cat? I don't know. So, if it does, I would stand to reason that it would work on anything, even a person, or even a Unicron, and ergo, Master Ball catches Unicron, and all of a sudden, he has to do your bidding, but only if you have enough gym badges. Done. That would be uh, a hell of a way to win an argument. Maybe it's like the Infinity Gauntlet, and it only works in the home universe, so... If Unicron goes to Pokemon Universe, the Master Ball would work on him. But if you threw a Master Ball at him in the Transformers Universe, it probably just doesn't do anything. Probably. Infinity Gauntlet rules. That's what I think that's what we're going to settle on. So, we've saved Cybertron and ushered in a new Golden Age. Some, well, I guess... Well, yeah... All right. I clearly triggered everybody in the room at like one second by saying Golden Age. Yeah, because it lasted like five minutes, man. Well, yeah, you got to sell them toys. Nobody wants to see another an extra season of Transformers where it's peace and happiness, okay? I might have. <laughs> they probably wouldn't know what to do with peace and happiness. They've been fighting for millions of years. <laughs> I forgot to ask, but... Let's go back for a minute since we're doing all this time traveling in this episode. If we're in Unicron's guts and we see like people or Transformers, it doesn't matter who. It could be anybody like up on that rack getting ready to drop into Unicron's guts and melted. Like if who would be on that rack that you're like, "Eh, maybe I'll just let them fall." Uh so let's go with you. Let's start with you first. Oh, my answers aren't going to be nice. <laughs> I know uh, what the easy answer is. My my grandma or my brother Josh? Oh, or. Jesus. Oh, I thought we were talking Transformers. Okay, we're talking anybody. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it just got dark in here. <laughs> like I said, yeah, I my answers, my answers aren't going to be nice. I fucking said it outright. Damn. I was... 
I thought the easy answer was like Trump or something. <laughs> We don't get political on this show, but fuck Trump anyway. Fuck him. Right. Uh, I don't know. How to go. Nick, who, who you got? I'm just going to cheat and go Hitler. Like, that's easy. Honestly, like, I'm kind of, I'm the guy when I play video games, I, like, I always play like, oh, I'm going to be like the paragon of virtue, and I never go back and do a evil playthrough. Never get around to it. What? Hey, even if you're doing a good playthrough on Mass Effect, you're still punching that reporter. Oh yeah, no, every time. into Uh, who am I dropping in there? Oh shit, Michael fucking Bay. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. Uh, Chris, who you got? You can't do any of the ones we've already picked. So you, oh, shit, that, that my so you can't do Zoe's family members, you can't do Hitler, and you can't do Michael Bay. So I, you're out of I options, do, I guess. I can't do Trump because you said it's a, not political. So uh... George W. Bush. No. No, uh, he's not that bad. I mean, he's okay. No, don't... Oh, don't even get me fucking started on that shit. Comparison. Look, as many... As, for all the hate Trump gets, uh, George W. is worse, if only because no. he got no. millions no. or no. thousands of people killed in a war that that shouldn't have existed in the first place. Iraq war was meaningless. When Trump sends us to war, then he will officially be the worst one. Remember that time when I thought I was getting drafted? Anyway, uh, there's probably people that listen to this podcast that don't even remember 9 11. Okay, we gotta go. Right. Chris, Chris, sidetracking me, asshole. <laughs> this is an audio medium. I, I, I would probably drop Marvin Lewis in. <laughs> Marvin Lewis? The, the former head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals? That's fucking harsh. He's not even the fucking coach anymore. Good. Jesus. That's... All right. All right. Hold on a second. You're putting Marvin Lewis, a head coach of an NFL football team, a former head coach, on the same plane as Hitler, Trump, and G-Dubs. Now, I didn't say that they were on the same level as Hitler or uh, Trump. You couldn't think of anybody worse than Marvin Lewis. No. You're fucking petty as shit. Your team went to the playoffs almost every year for ten years. How about that? Oh dear God! Fucking petty. It's boo hoo hoo. My team went to the playoffs this year and didn't go anywhere. Be in a fucking division with the Patriots and see how much fun you're having, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, but. Uh, the Dolphins have actually won a Super Bowl, and we haven't. <laughs> oh, boy, that Super Bowl that happened before I was born that I don't remember. Great. I'm glad I got to enjoy that. I think... The only team ever been undefeated. Yeah, and I wasn't around for it. I was a sperm. Uh, I think Zoe's the only one of us who has an NFL football team, and she was able to enjoy a Super Bowl victory of her team. The Packers. That is so. That is insanely rare, unless you're from fucking New England. But I, I 
also know what yeah. it's like to have a Super Bowl loss, which is very shitty. Yeah, but you gotta win. Yeah. Like, I just want also, one. I want one win in my lifetime. That's all I want. What? When did this become about football? <laughs> all right, all right. I got a new question for you, for y'all. Okay. All right. We're inside Unicron, and in order for the Matrix to work to defeat him, it has to be thrown into like his brain cavity. Who are you? Ha- what athlete are you handing the Matrix to? To complete the pass. Okay, is it is it distance or accuracy we're looking for? Uh, let's go for your choice. You just just pick somebody that you would trust, the person you would trust to drop it in the bucket. Hmm. I hate to say it, but I'd say uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris is disqual- Chris is disqualified from the rest of the podcast. Zoe, who'd you say? A. A. Ron Rogers. A. A. Ron Rogers. That is perfectly acceptable. Nick, what you got? Uh, I, I don't pay a lot of attention to sports. Just pick somebody. Uh, the one I was going to pick was already taken. <laughs> hey, you know I hate nobody hates Tom Brady more than I do, but he's good at what he does. That's why I pick him. <laughs> Oh, Wait, you know, Dallas you know is on the line. Everybody loves Kobe Bryant. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't think LeBron was accused of. I don't think LeBron was accused of rape at any point, but. <laughs> Everybody loves Kobe. <laughs> This like ridiculously oversized siren ring to get out of the get out of the the the, the house. No, you see, I told I told you I don't pay. This is how much I don't pay attention to sports. Oh my god! Hey hey hey! People at work. Who <laughs> you about? Look. Basketball. Yes. Everybody loves OJ Simpson too. So. Oh. Mm. Yes, they do. Totally. Especially when he told us how you would do it if you did it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves John Bonet's parents. Uh, I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes simply because he might throw a no-look Matrix pass directly into the bucket and kill Unicron like it was nothing. The man is the second coming of Christ in football form. He's insane. I thought that was Peyton Manning. No, Peyton Manning <laughs> died. He... He makes Peyton Manning look like shit in one year. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, God is appropriate, Oh, God. That's Tim in the corner. Hey, we got Johnny Manziel. Look, if you need a pass passed accurately on a like a 10-yard slant, then Tebow is your guy and Tom Brady is your guy. If you want to throw it deep, you want to go AAA Ron Rogers or Patrick Mahomes. I will, I will bow to your expertise in this area. Look, this is foot foosball, damn it. I don't know, Drew Brees is pretty fucking accurate with the ball. Drew Brees, Drew Brees would have been an acceptable answer. Drew Brees. <laughs> Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. <laughs> this, was a, this, was, this show was about Unicron. Um... <laughs> Uh, 
All right, I I got we're we're running late on on stuff here. Uh, one more question, one more question. This one I actually wrote down. It's not impromptu. It's not off the cuff. Uh, we need to escape Unicron's exploding body. What alternate alternate mode do we select to transform into to escape? Uh, Zo, let's go with you, sweet thing. You would say that because you're drunk. Not true at all. Joking, by the way. I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I am drunk, but I would uh, say that regardless. Well, thank you. Um, so now you got me on the spot. <laughs> the G spot. Fuck it, the helicarrier. Wow, that that joke bombed. Did you say a fucking helicarrier? <laughs> yes. How the fuck? How the fuck is a helicarrier gonna escape Unicron as he explodes? Dude, the, the, the fucking jet can propel you up and then away. So, like, you don't really need a landing strip. Like, like from S.H.I.E.L.D., like Avengers? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It'd be so slow. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and go next. My, I, If we're doing that shit, I'm just gonna transform into fucking uh, Iron Man suit and blast away. Yay. <laughs> The minute you go from a robot to an Iron Man suit. There you go. Chris, you're up. We gotta give we gotta give Nick some time here. I, I was gonna say uh, a super Valkyrie jet, you know, like uh, Jetfire. That would be my old mode, but you know. Jet. Alright. Nick, you're out of time. Oh no, I was the, definitely uh, some kind of sick sports car. Six sports car. They work really good in space. <laughs> yeah, but like, they can turn into a freaking robot and fly, because where they could all fly back then. So, like, Only if you're a Decepticon. A giant train that flies. <laughs> what if I... What if I turned into an armadillo and just, just withstood the blast? <laughs> oh, rolled. I was thinking withstand the blast. You think I'm just going to poly-woly roll around? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody, this has been a delightful show. Um, it's been something. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, uh, so, uh, for everyone who's just now, if this is your first episode, go back and check out the Life is Strange or Danger episode where we talk about Life is Strange. If you liked Chris, go back and listen to the podcast in disguise episode where we talked about Transformers initially, where everyone was supposed to be on, but nobody could make it. Um, and then if you like Nick, check out our ongoing series of Jurassic World Revealed, playing it on the Amazon Echo. Zoe, you got anything you want to plug? It can be anything. Literally anything. 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 Eat vegetables. Eat vegetables. All right, Chris? Stay in school. Stay in school. I like where this is going. Nick? Uh, visit my art pages. You selfish <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> listen, listen, kids. Eat your vegetables. Stay in school. And, and patronize Nick. Nick's art. You bastard. Seriously though, follow Nick on Twitter at Project Rex or wait is oh it's Nicodemus Rex with two X's right? Yeah, 
Yes, on Twitter. Okay. Actually, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'll just bring it all up. Just, you know, just to, you know, make sure we get this right. Right right the fuck now. Uh, So, Twitter is at Nicodemus Rex. That's N-I-C-O-D-E-M-U-S-R-E-X-X. Check him out on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Nicodemus Rex. Spelled exactly the same as I just spelled it. And Facebook at Project Rex with two X's. Bzz, bzz, exactly. Somebody's excited about that. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, if you didn't get all that, check in the description. It'll be there. That's where you'll find that stuff. Uh, we've been Let's Die. Israel's heard got a little apocalypse. Check us out on Twitter. Let's Die. Next time people to leave a review, get a fucking sticker and check out our story. Redbubble.com slash people slash Let's Die to check out our merch and buy our shit. God fucking damn. That's what she said. Everybody. She said buy our shit. Don't forget to speak softly and carry a big stick. And if we have to die, let's die <laughs> together. together. Oh, well, all right, hold on, hold on. Let's all try that. Let's all try that simultaneously. All right, ready? Okay. We're gonna say let's die. Like if we have to die, let's die. Dot 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 together. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. If we have to die. Let's die together. But I'm fucked. Alright, bye! Pleasure to meet everyone, because I don't think I've met any of you before, Brett. This is madness. Actually, we uh, all... Not directly, anyway. You've we, met us all. We, we've all been talking for a while, variously through, like, AIM and all the different groups that Rex have. And, and T-formers. Oh, really? Yep. Well, in that case, I take it back. Everybody here was right. on T-formers. Wow. I was Grimslinger. Oh, God, it's been so long. I can't even remember what Brett's <laughs> surname name was, so... Uh, Breaker. Yeah, Brett was Breaker. Yeah. I'm always Breaker. That's right. See, I still forgot anyway, though. I can't remember what my screen name was, though, so you really shouldn't feel bad about that. It was RC. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was, because I called you RC for the longest fucking time. I was like, I had a, I had a homemade RC picture as my icon. I don't... It's definitely something... I don't know. You see, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nice to meet you all. You know, oh, like, no. You were, you were the for real deal. That's right. Oh, okay, I remember now, yeah. My old Xbox Live tag. Extremely um, obscure Homestar Runner references. Those were the days. It's okay, it's better than my first one was, so. (laughs) Alright. Zoe, Nick, Nick, Zoe, Zoe, Chris, Chris, Zoe, Chris, Nick, Nick, Chris. Everybody's acquainted. Me, everybody, everybody, me. Drunk you with that. I'm impressed that you were able to do that, you know, without messing it up. Well, plotting like a golf plan. We okay. All right, I'm gonna start the show. We're gonna listen to a little thing. It's like a minute, two minutes long. Good to go. I bet it's the Unicron. All right, here we go. Shh.